0: All right. Today's episode is going to come with a little bit of a rant. Warning, man. Uh, we're going to talk about how to be a copywriter, how to succeed as a copywriter, how to win as a copywriter. If you don't write good, <laughs> so I—I I mean, I am in contact with thousands of copywriters. I get emails, questions, etc. People asking about how to succeed as a copywriter and a very large percentage of them have terrible writing displayed in their questions, displayed in their emails, however they're contacting me. They're not writing well, right? Like I struggle to read their writing or it just looks like a mess on the page and they want to be a copywriter and get paid to write. And here's what I'll say to conclude this introduction to this. If you can't write well in the language you want to sell your copywriting services, maybe you shouldn't be a copywriter. At least not yet. So that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. These are the proven direct response, marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. All right, today's episode has a unique sponsor. It's Common Sense. <laughs> kidding, or not, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, so today's episode is sponsored by the Copywriter's Guide to Getting Paid. It's my book about the business side of copywriting. And so much in the like copywriting world, the training for copywriting teaches you, here's how to write good copy. And what I recognized was that there was an opportunity there to say, here's how to get paid as a copywriter. Here's how to succeed on the business side of being a copywriter, including career, business, whatever, right? The thing is, you do have to develop The skills. You have to get good at copywriting, And then all this business advice is going to be a huge help. So if you are willing to do the work to be a good enough copywriter, to be a good enough writer, that your writing is worth paying for, you should also know the business side of copywriting. And that link is in the description to check out my book. (laughs) And also today's episode is sponsored by Common Sense. All right, so I have a few tips for you here. The first one that I want to address, because this this definitely comes up a lot, and I feel for people. Uh, if English is not your primary language, how are you supposed to succeed in copywriting? Well, first things first, um, I will say that the English-speaking market, the American market, while it is the most mature market for especially direct response copywriting, it is not the only market. And so you can certainly take the principles that you learned from me and other English language marketers and copywriters and bring them into your language, bring them into your culture, bring them into your country, your region, your locality, whatever, right? And make them successful there. But even if you do decide that you want to become successful as an English language copywriter, you should know that it is possible to succeed, it's possible to be successful. Uh, One example is Evaldo Albuquerque, who went from barely speaking any English to one of the top financial copywriters in about a decade, and was highly successful, because he just decided he was gonna figure it out. Now he did end up moving to the United States in order to be successful in the industry. In order to be a successful copywriter, he moved to a job opportunity in the United States, at least if I'm remembering the story right, but he was able to transition into speaking enough English, into writing enough English to be successful as an English language copywriter, even talking about the complex concepts of investing and and so on. The thing is you mostly need to write in conversational English. You maybe need to understand more complex language, but you need to write in fairly conversational English. And so if you could have a conversation with someone on the street about the topic that you're writing about using the language of the, the industry, the market, whatever, and using that language in a conversational way with a total stranger, then you know, that's enough, if you can translate that into writing, that's enough English language skills. Um, so it's not that you can't succeed if English is not your first language, it's just if you have not learned English yet, If you haven't learned to write in good conversational English specific to the region that you're writing for, so U.S. English versus British English versus Australian English versus, you know, Hong Kong English versus whatever, you know, specific market you're writing to, right? That's what you need to learn, but you need to learn that first and you need to write in that... English first or if, let's say we're going to German, let's say we're focused on the German market or the Spanish market or whatever it is, right? If you're gonna transition into a different language, you have to have a reasonable capability to be conversational in that language and to be conversational in your writing. Now, here's a little warning, you will have to work harder. I'm, I'm not going to mince words about that. You you will have to work harder. You may even have to work with a native speaker for editing to until you get really good at writing conversationally They're going to catch things that you would not necessarily, and you would significantly benefit from that. Even when I've worked with British copywriters who have come to the United States or started working with US-based clients, it's always been a process of recognizing, oh, that's British slang, but it doesn't really translate here, or that's British spelling or whatever, and you catch it before it goes to press. And and, and so you can work with a native speaker for editing. It's just a matter of... Um, You know, of of having someone who is in your corner in that regard. I will say that if English is not your first language, um, and for example, you want to write for the American market in English, uh, cultural immersion may actually be the bigger issue. Uh, If you're not familiar with the culture, if you can't speak in a way that makes it feel like you are part of the culture, your success as a copywriter may be a little bit limited. Um, Now, the funny thing is that I have a feeling, based on my really limited understanding, that um, in some ways, culture spreads faster than language. Like, people become familiar with pop culture, but you also don't have, like, you don't want to overemphasize the most obvious pop culture references, Um, and I I don't know how to describe that other than cultural immersion. Like if I if I wanted to really write for someone in Europe, the the best thing that I could do is go live in Europe for a while, right? If I wanted to go write for someone in Australia, best thing I could do would be go go live in Australia for a while, and it's about cultural immersion um, as much as it is about language. Okay, so I'm gonna put a pin in that and say that I am done talking about the English as a second language. Um, And I wanna talk more generally about writing ability. So if you don't write good, (laughs) if you don't write good, how can you be a copywriter? (laughs) Well, you don't need to be a great writer. You don't need to like write flowery prose, you don't need to write like Shakespeare, you don't need to write like, I don't know, uh, whoever, like Emerson or you know, some, some classic, famous writer, you don't even need to write like the best writers today. You need to write, you need to be able to communicate ideas clearly and have a little touch of persuasion. And so this ability to communicate ideas is frankly more important than the specific writing style that you use as long as it's clear, as long as it's coherent, and um, the ability to take an idea and use that as a building block for, hey, if you believe this idea, then here's the action that you need to take. And that's persuasion, that's getting somebody to take action based on presenting them an idea. And you can do that in simple language. You don't need to do that in fancy language. There are people who persuade in incredibly simple language all the time. The the key, the ticket here is making sure that you can focus on that communication that you can write well enough that you're communicating the idea clearly, and that you know how to translate that idea into getting someone to take action. And in fact, you know, I grew up in middle America. I was, uh, I was, I was fortunate to go to pretty good schools. I learned to write well. Um, and I even went to college and learned to write really well in this academic speak. What I'll say is that there can be a curse of intelligence or a curse of context in that regard. If you are able to succeed in the academic context, it says nothing about your ability to be a copywriter. Often, like in my earliest days of copywriting, one of the most important things that I did was I unlearned my academic writing style. I unlearned the thick writing that gets you good grades in college. And this curse of intelligence is that you often end up writing over the prospect's head or writing in language that's so thick that they don't understand. And so when I talk about writing well, you know, the arrogant academic might say, oh, I I write splendidly well, and the evidence of my... Impeccable writing ability is my capability to generate prose at a grade level consistent with achieving higher educational certifications and recognition. Okay, great. You write like someone in graduate school. How about you write like someone in fifth grade to communicate your idea? So there is a curse of intelligence in that you can overwrite. You can write in a way where your prospect just doesn't want to read. So how do you write well? How do you write well? Well, the one thing you can do is to just practice constantly. Just practice writing, communicating ideas. Constantly be writing about things, right? Try to present an idea and get someone to take action. Present an idea, get someone to take action. And it's just practice, 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 the emails that you write are practice. When you're asking a question of me, because you want me to answer it in Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, try to write that in as clear and compelling of a way as possible. Right? Practice constantly in all your communication. Your text messages can be a practice in clear, concise communication. Man, the the the, and they can be a, a practice in not not even. It doesn't even have to necessarily be what what we would put in air quotes as professional communication. Right, like professional communication has this has this aura that like it's suit and tie, right? But the type of communication where the fact that you use the letter U instead of spelling out Y O U uh, detracts from the message, that's not great communication, right? Um, So practicing in your text messages, practicing in your emails, practicing in your social media posts, whatever, just practice constantly. If you want to write well, you need to prat- You need to be a writer, and that involves like fingers on the keyboard writing. And while you're doing that, pay attention to details. Use correct punctuation, or at the very least, use intentional punctuation. Like my English teachers never taught me to pause in the middle of a sentence and use the ellipses, the three periods in a row, and continue the sentence on the next line, but that is intentional use of punctuation in the context of copywriting that's pulling people down the page, right? So practice the punctuation details, practice the spelling details, practice the word choice details, practice the sentence structure details, practice the details that make your writing clear. And write like your audience speaks, it's in their language, in their dialect. This is one of the things where like cultural immersion may be more important than actually learning the language, learning, you know, how do you conjugate verbs, et cetera, which is very common for how language is taught in the United States. The type of language learning that you need for Uh, that, that you need for copywriting is, can you go have a conversation with someone? Like, can you have a conversation with someone in their language, in their dialect, using similar slang, making similar references, just being conversational with your audience, the way that they speak. And uh, importantly, focus on the structure of the message. So decide what your important points are, decide what the sequence of beliefs you need to take someone through is, come up with an outline, decide like, I'm gonna present this idea, here's how I'm gonna support it, here's how I'm gonna transition that into asking for action. And come up with a good structure of your message and then build your copy around that. And try to write for clarity first, like be as clear as possible for the reader to, uh, to, to understand it. And what it comes down to, like, it's all about being clear and compelling. There's so many, I don't know, there's so many rules that we can layer on top of copywriting, but if you have a great message and a great offer, and you present the message about the offer in a clear and compelling way, then that's the essence of good copywriting. And you can apply all sorts of stylistic rules on top of that. But if you have a great message and a great offer and you present that message about the offer in a clear and compelling way, asking someone to take action, well, that's pretty darn good copywriting. And you have the benefit uh, that, th- this is a benefit that does not necessarily come with uh, with speaking, but as a writer, you have the benefit to edit. Edit, 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 edit. I, you know, I've been doing this for a long time and I still edit a ton. I write things, I edit. As I'm writing, I edit. I go back through, I reread from the top, I edit. After I think I'm done, I edit some more. Uh, One benefit, or one one special tool that I use, actually, is text-to-speech. Like, I have my computer read my copy to me as I am editing, and with that text-to-speech, I, I, I'm able to hear things that I might not read on the page. And I think that can be a huge benefit to someone who is trying to learn to write better. The other thing that you could do is uh, you could follow the process that's talked about in the book, Copy Logic, and have someone do a Cuba review of your writing. And a Cuba review is they mark the letter C, U, B, or A based on whether it's confusing unbelievable, boring, or awkward. So if if they read something and it's confusing, and this is a great way for uh, somebody who's maybe not even necessarily a copywriter but a native speaker to help you out. If they read something and it's confusing, they mark it with a C and you have to figure out how to clarify it. And the more people that you have reviewing and the more people that mark the same spots, the more you know that your writing is the problem and not their understanding of the topic. And then just focus on simplify, 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 simplify. And work on growing yourself as a writer, getting good. Like if you go back to John Carlton's Get Good, Get Connected, Get Paid, getting good is the first step for a reason. If you want to be a copywriter, if you want to be a successful copywriter, you have to write good copy. Like it doesn't have to be great A-list copy, you know, convert 148% of prospects into customers, it doesn't have to be that. But it does have to be pretty good and if you want to start getting paid for what you write, you have to write in a way that the, the client doesn't feel like they have to edit the heck out of your copy before they can let it see the light of day. And once you've devoted yourself to getting good as a copywriter, make sure you check out that link in the description to the Copywriter's Guide to Getting Paid, my book on the business side of copywriting. Because once you get good and develop the skills, then all those business skills that you learn in that book are gonna be a huge help to help you turn those skills into, well, getting paid, getting cash, (laughs) growing your career and your business as a copywriter. I'm Roy Furr, this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, and I don't know, maybe this wasn't ranty enough, Uh, I'm sure that I'm still going to get comments from people saying, hey, uh, I'm not a good writer yet. I'm like, I'm trying to talk in language that is poor writing and it's not even coming out. I don't write good yet in English and I want to make million as copywriter. Uh, How you help me, I'm sorry, like, I feel for you. I understand the desire. You have a big challenge and you have to focus on overcoming that challenge first. And that's you have to, even that email that you send to me asking me about how do you become successful as a copywriter? You need to write that in a way that's clear and compelling. And it reads like a conversation with, uh, with somebody who their native language is whatever language you're trying to write copy in. And uh, yeah. Okay, I guess that's all that I have for you today. Again, check the links in the description. There's even more links there if you want to dig deeper into other opportunities to work with me. I'm Roy Furth, this Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Every day in every episode, I'm here trying to help you increase your marketing genius. And hey, uh, knowing that you can actually fulfill on whatever you're offering, man, uh, it shouldn't be like, you know, today's episode sponsored by Common Sense. It should not be something that I have to say It should be considered common sense, but you have to be able to fulfill on anything that you want to sell. And maybe that's an even bigger lesson in marketing genius. I'll catch you again in the next episode.